Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Settle back in your seats today. I have an amazing show. I've been waiting to get Miss Michelle Seiler Tucker on the show for a number of months. She's so busy. She is a merger and acquisition master. She's a best-selling author. She buys and sells businesses. I mean, when it comes to knowing about what it takes to buy or sell a business, there's nobody better in America. She's a worldwide leading expert. We're going to get into her best-selling book and everything momentarily, but I'm so excited. I mean, we've only been able to slot 30 minutes with her. She's so busy. I mean, prior to the interview, she was doing deals and they were handing her cell phones and she had her people, you know, doing things prior to the conversation. I mean, she's just nonstop 24-7. Michelle, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We have so many questions. So many of the viewers, you know, reach out to us at Dotcom Magazine and they say, listen, when you get the preeminent experts on the show in their respective field, make sure you ask these certain questions. We have so many questions about business, but let's get into it by starting by pulling the lens back to 30,000 feet. Tell us about Siler Tucker Incorporated, and then we're going to get into it. Thank you. So Siler Tucker Incorporated, um, I've been in business for about 20 years. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've owned many different businesses in different verticals. Uh, I used to be in franchise sales, franchise development, franchise consulting, and I used to be partnered with many different franchisors, and I would actually put their franchise on the map. And so I ended up transitioning over to M&A a little over 20 years ago. And what we do is we, Siler Tucker specializes in buying, selling, fixing, growing businesses. I partner with business owners, investing my capital, my core competency, my resources, of course, my experience. And I take that business and I'll give you an example. We partner with a company in Houston, Texas. They were about 600, 700 net income. Now we're a multi-million dollar company. And we're building a company to sell for $50 million. I buy businesses and flip them. We've, I personally have sold over 500 businesses. My team, my company has sold you know, way over that amount of, of companies. It's hard to keep up with every day. And so, like I said, we really specialize in buying, selling, fixing, growing. We help buyers achieve the American dream. We help buyers uh, acquire wealth through acquisitions and really grow their, their, their current companies. And so that's what we specialize in. I love business ownership. I love helping entrepreneurs exit rich. I love it, of course. And Exit Rich is the name of your newest book. I mean, you're a two-time number one best-selling author. 
you're you know a speaker on the circuit. Everybody's trying to get a hold of you to come on their dais and speak, whether it's live or virtually. I mean, you're a TV and radio host. I can't even get into everything that you've done. It would take the whole half hour. So let's go. When a company calls you and they yes. say, hey, Michelle, we've heard about what you're doing. We know that you're you know the leading authority on buying, selling, fixing, and growing businesses. What does that first call sound like? How do you understand what's going on in the business so that you can help them either position them, reposition them, fix them, or sell them? Well, we have team members. I typically don't take the first call, <laughs> but we do have team members that screen every call as far as what are they looking for? Are they looking to sell now? Are they looking to acquire? Are they looking to build their business to sell? And so once they um, go through that screening process, then depending upon the transaction, depending upon you know, many different things so that will determine who that lead goes to. Uh, many times the lead does go to me or if nobody else is in the office, I take the call. I mean, I've had so many owners say, gosh, I never thought I would get you on the phone. <laughs> but I love talking to people. I love talking to business owners. So what does that first call look like? That first call is really basically, tell me about your business. How long have you been in business? What's your industry? Um, what, why do you want to sell? You know, how, and then we take them through what I call the six P process, which is which we talk about the six P's in my in my book, which is people is number one. You don't build a business, you build people. People build the business. Then we talk about product. Are you in the right product, the right industry, the right service? Then we talk about processes. Are your processes designed around your customer experience? And um, are they designed around your own agenda? Do you have all the processes buttoned up? I mean, we're selling a $55 million company right now, 350 employees, and they are lacking processes. <laughs> so we, we go through the processes, making sure there's employee contracts, non-competes, et cetera. Then we, we talk to them about their proprietary. Do they have federal trademarks? Do they have patents? Do they have um, all their proprietary in a separate corporation? Have they protected their products with federal trademarks? Do they have contracts in place? Do they have transferability? Do they have celebrity endorsements? Do they own digital real estate? Like there are, you know, they've got radio celebrities endorsing their product, TV celebrities endorsing their product. Do they have a database? You know, databases are huge. Facebook paid $19 billion for WhatsApp and WhatsApp was hemorrhaging money, but they had a billion users. So we go through and, and, and really evaluate their synergies. They're we talk about their page, their customer base, you know, did they have customer concentration or customer diversification? And then profits, are they making money? So we really take them through the 6P process and we take them through what we call the STGPS exit model. What do they want to sell for? What do you want to sell for? What's your destination? What's your current location? What's your current location? Meaning what is your evaluation? What's your business worth? What's your time frame? Who your buyer is going to be? know your numbers, reverse engineer your plan to get there. And then we create a bidding war on the sale of your company. So all of that in a nutshell. Michelle, I love it so much. You know, you're one of those great entrepreneurs whose mind is thinking so ahead of your mouth that there's so much to unpack. I already know I'm going to have to invite you on the show for another couple hours just to unpack it all. Now let's talk about it. Because you've got this great book, Exit Rich. I mean, the name is phenomenal. You've already written a best-selling book. It's what everybody obviously wants to do. But let's talk about the team, because we always talk about that on the show. When you look at a business, how important is that team uh, for you to determine whether they're going to get the world, you know, class opportunity to exit rich that we're all talking about? Well, that's huge. And like I said, the first P is people. 
Steve Forbes endorsed Exit Rich, and Steve Forbes says 80% of businesses on the market will never sell. That should be a huge wake-up call for all business owners because that means you have less than a 20% chance of success at selling your business. And most businesses will sell for pennies on a dollar. So your team is number one. The number one reason that businesses don't sell and they don't sell for maximum value is because the business is dependent upon the owner. If I pull that owner out of the business, there is no business. So we look at the management team. We look at the employees. Are they full-time? Are they part-time? Do you have 1099s? Are the 1099s really should be 1099s or should it be W-2s? You know, can the business run without the owner? The owners always say, yeah, the business can run without me. And then I ask, well, when's the last time you took a vacation? Oh, nine years ago. So we look at every aspect. The team is everything. You don't build a business, you build people and people build the business with you. If you don't have the right people in the right seat and you haven't asked the who question, who handles customer service, who opens the door, manufacturing, quality control, legal, accounting, the list goes on and on. You should never be next to the who. You need the business to run without you. That's fantastic. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, I mean, rewind what Michelle just said. She just gave you a what I call a mini Harvard MBA right there. I mean, that's so great. And it's really great advice. Now, when we think about companies and we think about corporate culture, a lot of times people say that starts at the top. How important is this corporate culture? How important is it to have a company that sort of has a great vibe about it that starts at the top and works its way all the way through the organization? I, I think corporate culture is extremely important. And employees will tell you that. And most entrepreneurs, you know, we we're, we're always so focused on growing the business, growing the business, growing the business. And most entrepreneurs don't stop, think about culture. They don't really stop to grow their teams. Most entrepreneurs are not great managers. They end up working in their business because they're control freaks, let's face it. <laughs> so we end up working in our business. And like I said, back to the number one reason businesses don't sell is because most business owners have created a business, a job in which they go to work at every day versus a business that actually works for them. So culture is huge. And if that's not your skill set, you know, I always tell all entrepreneurs, figure out your strengths, hire your weaknesses. And if that's not your skill set to build culture, to manage a team, to build your department heads, then hire somebody who's who specializes in that. You know, but I feel culture is everything. We really have to step back and ask ourselves, how do employees think? Because they think differently than we do. They absolutely 1000% do. And we don't take the time to get to know them. We don't, we say, you know, follow the policy and procedure manual, do it this way. <laughs> we don't really get time to, we don't really take the time to know our employees inside out to really understand how they think, which is completely different than how we think. And perception is our reality. So, you know, if I show you a book and on the back cover, we're looking at the exact same book. And I ask you, is there anything printed on the book? You look at the front, I'll look at the back. You say, no, there's nothing. Yes, of course, there's something there. Of course, there's something. So then we start arguing. I'm like, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And we're arguing. Now we're fighting. Guess what? We're both right. There's something on the front cover. There's nothing on the back cover. And perception is really lack of communication is the reason why we have so much conflict in not only businesses, but in the world today. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Of course, this exit rich, I'm hearing you talk, and it's a must-have guide for all business owners, whether they're just 
gearing up to sell their business or starting out and building a new business or along the path. I mean, everybody needs to read this because this idea that you've put together with this 6P methodology really resonates for me. And I know it's going to resonate for everybody that reads the book and watches this show. Now, Michelle, you've put together an incredible team. I mean, at Siler Tucker, you're known, your team is known as the best in the business. When you hire someone to come on the team, what are you looking for? Is it passion, experience? Is it background, education? What's the thing that really stands out for you when you make a hire? Well, we're really looking um, for, well, it depends on what position we're hiring for. You know, you really got to get clear on your job description. You really got to get clear on what the skill set you need for that, for that particular seat. If we're hiring, hiring for analysts, we're obviously going to look for education. You know, we don't necessarily have to have experience because we can teach them. We don't want them to come to us with a bunch of bad habits. Uh, so we can teach them, but they have to have extreme attention to detail. And for us, it has to be, somebody once told me one day, Michelle, in, 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 in the tax business, there are no emergencies in accounting. We just follow extensions with the IRS. Well, in my business in M&A, we have emergencies. <laughs> we have to meet these deadlines. We got to get through due diligence. We got to get the deals closed. So we look for speed and accuracy, speed and accuracy. And we look for entrepreneurship too, because we want somebody that really understands the big picture. You know, we want somebody that shares the vision. We want somebody that's going to really be part of the team and really contribute to our vision. You know, if, if they don't have any vision or if they're not somewhat entrepreneurship, they're probably not the best fit for us. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. And something you've done that I love is people can go to your website and they can take what's called the 6P quiz mm -hmm. and they can learn about things that you're teaching in Exit Rich and get sort of inside your company's brain and head to make sure that they're on the right path. Let's talk about that because that's a great way for people to learn how to get going in the right direction instantaneously. Sure. So we'll talk about Exit Rich and we'll talk about uh, Solar Tucker Academy where you could take that six-feet quiz. Exit Rich is endorsed by Steve Forbes. I mean, what more credibility do I need there? <laughs> My co-author is Sharon Lecter, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki. And Kevin Harrington, original shark on Shark Tank, also wrote the foreword. So Exit Rich, I really want to make this crystal clear. Exit Rich is not just about selling your business. The reason 80% of businesses never sell is because business owners don't build a sellable asset. So this is all about building a sustainable business that can run without you, that is scalable, so that you have a sellable asset when you're ready. So Exit Rich is for entrepreneurs. I have, I have buyers who are trying to buy a business. It's like, I've read Exit Rich. Now I know what to look for. <laughs> so it's for anyone wanting to buy a business, even somebody wanting to start a business. It's for business owners. It's for management. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for anyone. And it's not just about selling. It's about building that solid foundation so you have a sellable asset. So you can buy Exit Rich on Amazon. You can buy it at your favorite bookstore. If you live outside the United States, go to Amazon because of shipping costs. You can also buy at ExitRichBook.com, which is our website. And Anyone who buys Exit Rich gets more golden nuggets. So the first thing that we're offering is a free Exit Rich book membership. So you don't only get the book, you get the documents, Andy. You get the documents to operate your business, like employee handbooks, org charts, non-competes. You also get all of the documents to sell your business. There are sample 
letter of intent, purchase agreements, due diligence checklists, closing docs, prospectuses, everything you need to operate and sell your company. And Andy, that's probably worth about $50,000 because I hired an attorney to draft everything and I am convinced they charge per word. (laughs) So you can get all of that content at exitrichbook.com or even if you buy it on Amazon or buy it at your favorite bookstore. Then you can go to Solar Tucker Academy, which is where all the documents are. We have the 6P quiz, so you can score yourself on each one of the Ps. Plus, we have what type of business do you own quiz as well, because there are different types of businesses to own. And that's all at Solar Tucker Academy, exitrichbook.com. Are your it's favorite awesome. Books. I mean, it's it's just business building in a box. You know, it's, it's success in a box. Now, Michelle, yes. let's talk to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, because we have younger entrepreneurs. They're just getting started. They have their startup. They're so excited. What are some of the things, some of the pathways, some of the thoughts from Siler Tucker, of course, that you can impart on the younger entrepreneurs about how to get that company started the right way from the beginning? Is there some success formulas that you can offer up to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show? A, a thousand percent. First, I'd like to congratulate all the young entrepreneurs or starting companies, because let me tell you, it's a whole new era. When I wrote my very first book, Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth in 2013, I did the research and I learned that all 98% of startups would fail in the first one to five years. However, when I wrote Exit Rich and did the exact same research, I was flabbergasted to learn that only 30% of startups are going out of business. That out of 27.6 million companies, those businesses that have been in business 10 years or longer, 70% of them are going out of business. 70%. You hear um, in the media all the time about the big box companies or big companies going out of business. Toys R Us in business 75 years goes out of business. Godiva Chocolate, you know, closed 1,200 locations. Disney stores went out of business. But they don't talk about the private companies that are selling for pennies on the dollar, closing their business or filing bankruptcy. Now, let me tell you why, young entrepreneurs, because the young entrepreneurs today are so much different from the ones, you know, years back. Years back, they would go and open up a ni- another ice cream store when there's already five ice cream stores in the block or another restaurant, another coffee shop or another. It's the same thing. Entrepreneurs today are so much more innovative, so much more creative. The, la- the reason why businesses go out of business is lack of aim, Andy, lack of aim, always innovate and market. The new entrepreneurs, and I just want to tip my hat to you, and I don't have a hat, but I want to congratulate you because you're so creative. You're looking at the problems. You're coming up with solutions. You're solution-driven. You're not, you know, the old the old entrepreneurs that start the coffee shops and everything else, they have the build a dreams mentality. Build it, and they will come. No, there's no such thing in business building they will come. You have to be solution-oriented. You have to solve problems. And that's what my young entrepreneurs are doing today. I'm so excited for them. So my advice is, number one, read Exit Rich. Number two, plan your exit from the beginning. Build a business that people will want to buy and pay top dollar for. Read my book because there's so many things, so many things I talk about, the biggest mistakes that business owners make. Avoid the pitfalls. Make sure you get that federal trademark. Make sure you have transferability clause in your contracts. Make sure if you got something unique, get a patent. Make sure you hold all of your IP in a separate, separate LLC. So if you get sued, you don't lose all of your intellectual property. Make sure that if you hire an intern or an independent contractor or somebody to develop content, videos, things like that, you have them sign an agreement that says you own the work. You know, so there's so many different things and so many pitfalls to avoid. 
And you really need to plan that GPS exit from the beginning, build a business that people want to buy, make sure you avoid the pitfalls, and make sure that you build your infrastructure on the six Ps. Because one of the biggest problems I'm seeing with the new entrepreneur businesses is they're doing things online and online is fine, but you got to have an infrastructure. You know, we have a bunch of companies coming to us that have just the founder, no employees, no 1099s, no nothing. Buyers want infrastructure. Buyers want to have a team. Buyers want to make sure operating on all six Ps, people, product, processes, proprietary, patrons, and profits. So powerful. I mean, you gave so many nuggets there. Again, if you're an entrepreneur, rewind what Michelle just said. I mean, this is powerful stuff. I mean, the five ideas she just gave you in the last segment are arguably worth thousands and thousands of dollars, including, you know, separating LLCs and and the like. And all this information can be unpacked and exit rich. And of course, this is fantastic to have you on the show. Let's talk about customers. We talked to so many entrepreneurs and they're so excited about their technology and they're so excited about their business and they're so excited about their offering but they forget about the customers sometimes. How important is it to really make sure that your customers as a business have a world-class experience for what you're offering? A thousand percent. Um, If you don't have customers, you run out of gas. (laughs) Customers are the fuel to your business. Without clients, there's no gas to your business and you'll be out of business before you know it. And I talked earlier briefly when I gave a, 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 a highlight of each P, I talked about processes. The reason I said you should always design your processes around your customer's experience is because you're not the only one that does what you do. (laughs) There are competitors and whoever creates that wow experience for their client is going to win and going to retain that client. But so many business owners forget about the customer. And you have to ask yourself, look, I'm going to give you a great movie to go watch. Go watch a movie called The Founder based upon the McDonald Brothers and based upon the Ray Kroc story, the McDonald brothers started McDonald's back in the 40s when there were, you know, restaurants or drive-ups. And I said, look, we want to develop a fast food concept and we're going to develop fast food processes around our customers' experience. What do we want our customers to experience? You know what, Andy? Nobody asked those questions. Nobody ever asked those questions. And so McDonald Brothers said, we want them to experience great tasting food that's hot, fast, 30 seconds or less. They developed their processes around the customer experience. Think about the opposite. Doctor's offices. What is their process on hours? Nine to five. When we're all working, (laughs) we have to take time off. My husband and I own medical clinics. We have evening hours and Saturday hours. So go ask yourself, or ask your clients, what are the three things you want to experience from doing business with our company? Three things. Don't make it more than three. And ask, your, ask the consumers. And develop those processes around the customer experience. The other thing I want to talk to you about too, Andy, is customer concentration. There's so many startup businesses right now with young entrepreneurs. 99% of all their sales comes from Amazon. You lose Amazon? You're out of business. I just dealt with a client that's, that's got products in Costco and has a whole setup in Costco, 98% of their business. And guess what? COVID happened and said, we don't need your products anymore because people are only buying groceries. You have to always think about what, what's most likely to happen. What's the best case scenario that can happen? What's most likely to cap- could happen? What's the worst that could happen? If you lose that customer, you're out of business. You have to have customer diversification. You can't get all of your customers from one one venue like Amazon or Costco. 
Wow, that's great advice again from the master. It's so exciting to have you on the show. I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time. I only have a couple more questions and I know you've slotted I'm going to go so- over time for you, Andy. Oh, well, I love it. And we're going to do it. Let's, let's talk about giving back. I mean, I know you love giving back and I know you're involved with charities and you believe in giving back in a powerful way and changing the world and bringing a lot of light into the world, Michelle. When you look at a company, do you find that more companies than ever before are trying to give back and be socially impactful in what they're doing in their business, giving back to their community or the world at large? I don't know if it's, you know, I, th- I think more companies, more business owners are starting to pay attention to it. Um, they're starting to think about it. Are they there yet? Not not quite where they should be. You know, there are companies out there, the their whole mission statement. You know, their, their entire core values are centered around giving back. And I think every company should be driven to do that. Um, we're driven to do that. You know, we give to several different charities. Plus, we're starting our own uh, nonprofit called Tucker Teams and Tots, where a percentage of every transaction will go to our nonprofit that we're starting. So I really do think it, it, it should be part of your part of your business plan. Yeah, it's awesome. And of course, you know, it's just a wonderful world that we live in when entrepreneurs find something that resonates for them. They're able to provide something to their customers that the customers love. And of yeah. course, they're able to change the world in a positive way. And that's what it's all about. Now, Michelle, and it's great branding. It's great branding. It's great marketing. Remember the guy who you sell so many, you buy so many shoes, he gives a shoe away, pair of shoes away. You know, it's great branding. It's great marketing, but you really need to also believe in it. Don't just do it to get more business. Do it because it's part of your core. Yeah, I love that so much. That's the key. So many people are jumping on the bandwagon when they don't have a core belief. And that really doesn't resonate as authentic. So I really agree with you 100%. And it can be simple. You don't have to start a nonprofit. You don't have to do something like buy so many shoes, give a shoe away. You can find like Joyce Myers. I love what she does because she helps, you know, sex trafficking. She helps feed the hungry. She helps hurricane victims, you know, so many different things. So we give a portion of ourselves to her, to her, you know, to her cause. So you can find something you're passionate about, like St. Jude's, you know? Yeah, it's great. It's great what you do. And all the entrepreneurs, really, it's a great way to change the world. Michelle, let's finish up this time that we have today. We're going to definitely have you back on the show. And let's change some lives because we have these younger entrepreneurs that are watching this show and they're listening to it and they're saying to themselves, wow, you know, this sounds great, but I've got this major roadblock right in front of me that I can't figure out how to get through or I'm hitting a wall. Or sometimes they freeze in the frame a little bit. They, they freeze. So I'm hoping you might be able to share with the younger entrepreneurs that watch the show what they can do to get through a roadblock, what it takes to get through a tough time, what it takes to get over that wall that they're seeing and come out the other side, having said to themselves in their brain that they're very happy they had that roadblock because it made them better. It makes them better. It makes them um, smarter, (laughs) stronger. But, you know, Exit Rich has a lot of um, real true methods that you should practice to avoid those roadblocks and avoid the pitfalls. But nothing's 100%. (laughs) And so I always tell everybody, young entrepreneurs, older entrepreneurs, you know, my favorite saying is my saying, and it's, it's, it's hard to read the label from the inside of the bottle. 
you need an outsider's perspective to read the warning signs and keep you out of the danger zone. So get a mentor. You know, we also are, uh, have a, a mentors program called the Road to Sell uh, that we help with. We uh, The first thing we do is we determine what their GPS exit model is. What do they want to sell their business for one day? What are they worth today? What's their time frame? Then guess what, Andy? We identify all their roadblocks and we get rid of their roadblocks. We teach them how to get rid of them. And then we walk them through the six Ps. But get a mentor, but be very careful because there's a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing who say, oh, I'm a mentor. I've done that before. You know, no, do your due diligence. Get somebody who's been down the road you want to travel. If you're a tech startup, don't, don't go to just an entrepreneur who started restaurants. <laughs> you know, go to a tech entrepreneur, somebody who really knows what they're doing. And make sure you try to get somebody in your space who's, you know, been down the road you want to travel because they will shorten your learning curve dramatically and improve your success. Learn from other people's mistakes. You don't have to learn from your own all the time. That's great advice, Michelle. My entire team was so excited to have you on the show as well as myself. And if we can get you back on, I'm going to book you for an hour and I'm going to take more of your time up because there's so much to unpack with what you're doing with the book. And of course, you know, the six P's, the process that you have that you're teaching everyone. And wow, I mean, it's just great. The Academy and everything else you do. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, we get to speak with so many leaders in their particular field, and there's no doubt that people have learned so much from this interview and are going to reach out to learn more through the Academy and everything else you're doing. Buy the book. I mean, I'm, I'm buying the book, and I've interviewed <laughs> Michelle, and I'm going to go buy the book on Amazon today. So, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Andy. I also want to give everyone my main website, which is SylarTucker.com. And if you would like to connect with me, go to SolarTucker.com, reach out, you know, happy to set up a call. I love helping entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs of all levels. So, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to come back, Andy, because there's so much more content I like to share. My, can you see I'm passionate? I love entrepreneurship. I live, eat it, breathe it. <laughs> it's my life. 